What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's doing well. On tonight's special, we have a very special guest. He is the owner and chef to JC Hibachi. It is a catering and a personal chef service of Hibachi at the comfort of your home. Uh, I first came across this on Facebook, on the Facebook market, actually, and I thought it was a brilliant idea. I thought it was a genius idea, and I, and I started, I shared it, and and I was telling my friends all about it. I was like, man, this is so awesome. Like, I have never seen this happen. So then I, I messaged him, and I asked him if he would come out and, and uh, would like to be a part of the podcast to talk about his business and kind of give us an insight on, on, you know, what he does and stuff because many of us have been to hibachi restaurants and we see all the all the tricks and everything that they do and we're like, man, that's so cool. So what better way to get some insight on it by bringing him on? Uh, he agreed. He was very humble about it. He was a very nice person and uh, he, he said he'd love to be on the show. So here we have him. But before we go any further, I want to I want to say I want to give a special shout out to to everyone that comes and supports our, our tacos at Aquamer Tacos. Uh, thank you again for for taking the time to come out, enjoy our food. And those that are our weekly regulars, thank you so much. Those that are our friends and family that come and support. Thank you also. And for all the new customers that have, you know, have come and tried the tacos and gave us great feedback on it. Thank you so much again. You know, if it wasn't for all of you guys, we wouldn't be where we're at today. And I just want to say thank you and looking forward to serving you guys, you know, much more. But let's get started. Here we go. Welcome, Carlos. So before we start, we're going to hit you with five random questions. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Okay, here we go. Question number one. What do you call the uh, the hat or the cap that you wear when you cook? Uh, hibachi chef hat. Okay. Okay. Uh, is there, question number two, is there different styles of hibachi or is there just one? Uh, it's just one. Okay. All right. What's your your favorite thing to cook on your hibachi grill? Scallops. scallops scallops i love scallops and the way they the way i cook them are really really good okay okay now my uh my fourth question uh is there a specific knife or tool you have to use for hibachi cooking uh yes there are it had to be in a special knife because uh you cut it in, on the metal okay so you you have to make sure it's gonna cut it's gonna be sharp, sharp enough for, okay. for a long time okay all right and fifth and final question um, what's your favorite thing to eat when you get off of work? Oh, that's that's hard because I love everything. I love everything. It can be anything. It could be Jack in the Box. It could be Burger King. It could be something from the restaurant or something that you love to cook when you get home. What's what's that one one thing that you say? Oh, I can eat this every day. Oh, that will be tortas. I love tortas. <laughs> what kind of torta is your favorite torta? Oh. Uh, Fajita tortas. Fajita tortas. Steaks, tortas, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, let's get started with this, okay? Okay. All right. So, uh, introduce yourself. You know, say your name, uh, uh, the the name of your business. Uh, just give us maybe like a three-minute summary of, uh, of who you are. Well, my name is Juan Carlos Benitez. I'm a hibachi chef. I've been doing hibachi for 15 years now, and I 
create my own company. My company name is JC Hibachi. And um, what I do is I take my portable grill to the people house and I I do the setup, tables, chairs, everything. And I'll do the show, the food right there on their, on their house. That way they don't have to go to the restaurant. So and you, so you you're basically the um the uh the Uber Eats of Hibachi, huh? Uh, you, yes. you come to people's houses. <laughs> yes, that's what I do. Nice, nice, man. So how long have you been doing this? Uh, ten months now. Ten months. Yes. Wow. And how fast has your business grown since you started? Oh, uh, on the beginning it was really really slow, like two times a month. Okay. And then a little by little is picking up really good. Word of mouth got yes. around. Oh that's, man, that's, that's right. awesome. You know, I, I I know I told you earlier, but for the people that don't know, um. I, I just met Carlos today. This is the first time we actually meet in person. <laughs> but uh, I've been messaging with Carlos because a couple weeks back, I uh, I, f- I came across his uh, his uh, profile on the Facebook market, which is crazy how, you know, things like this happen. I mean, they, I'm pretty sure they happen every day. But, you know, it's crazy to, to discover someone through social media, you know, and how far it's come from when it started, you know. But it's incredible that, that I came across your, your profile on the Facebook mm-hmm. market, you yeah. know. I said, wait a second, is that Hibachi in somebody's backyard? <laughs> like, I've never seen that before. And and all my friends that I've talked to from Chef Fernando that I had him on the podcast a while back, uh, my buddy Raul that was on the podcast also a while back, uh, um, just my close friends, my family, uh, I've been telling everybody, man, dude, I can't wait to, to get this guy on the <laughs> podcast. You don't understand. This guy is is created a market that does not exist. He's the first one. He can, He's the original one <laughs> to bring hibachi to your house. It's right. Yes. And and I think it's incredible, man. It's it's a genius idea. And and I'm so excited about this because I love to cook. <laughs> I, I, food is my passion, you know. But when I discover, you know, and I come across someone that that is that is in their hustle, somebody that's creating a market that doesn't exist. To me, it's a first, <laughs> and it's it's incredible to say, wow, I I can't believe I caught this right now, right before it. It blow because I know it's gonna blow up, man. I know it's gonna be incredible. I know, I know. There's your business is gonna grow so much because one by talking to you and knowing that you've been doing this for 15 years, I know you're talented, man. And I, and you showed me some previews, some <laughs> some top secret videos of some of the cool <laughs> stuff he does that um that you guys can check out. You know, if you hire him or 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 on his Facebook page or Instagram page, which we'll give later on today. Um, uh, but um, later on in the podcast, I mean. But um, but man, it's incredible, dude. It's incredible to 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 know that that you know you you're you're the first, you know, and you're traveling all over Houston and and surrounding areas because people want this. People want this in their in their home. And and again, man, you know, you know, much props to you. Hats off to you. I mean, uh, I'm 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 still shocked, man. And I, and I thank you. <laughs> And I thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to come out here. You know, I know I know it's a bit of a drive to the studio, man. Uh, I, I reached out to a few people and they're like, oh, man, you know, it's too far. But <laughs> but, you know, it just shows, man, how hungry you are for it. You know, it take shows it. it shows how passionate you are, how hungry you are for, for you to take the time to say, yes, I'm going to I'm willing to go out there to tell people my story, to tell people what I'm what I'm capable of and what I do so they can reach out to me and try it out, you know. And 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 also, um, Carlos uh, had actually told me um, uh, when was this? Probably a day ago or two. He was telling me that, 
hey, you know, I can come and do it at your house tomorrow if you want. I'm like, no, 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 no man. <laughs> this is all about you right now. It's not about the food. It's not about us cooking or you know, it's about us talking and, and showing people, man, this discovery of, of, of the first hibachi, you know. No, it's my passion. I, I want the people to see what I do, the way I do it, uh, so they can see the love I use on my, my hibachi grill and the the way I do it. I want everybody to see what I do because it's something really, really fun. Yeah, it is, man. Mm -hmm. and, and it's entertaining. Like, since I was a kid, you know, my dad would take us out on Sundays to go eat hibachi at Tokyo Hana. And um, before we even did that, I remember, you know, I've always had, like, a secret passion for food, right? Mm -hmm. So I remember one time my dad and I and my mom were watching uh, on Food Network a hibachi competition. Oh. <laughs> Years ago. I mean, this was probably 2000 and... 2005 you know we're watching it on tv and um and these guys man cutting the shrimp and throwing the tail and catching it with the hat <laughs> and, you know and i was like wow man this is incredible you know like i can't wait i want to i want to try that one day i want to go eat there one day you know and my dad always said we're gonna go we're gonna go one of these days for your birthday you know and we never got the chance to and then finally uh you know probably like a couple years later he's like hey let's go try out this place and we went to tokyo honda man and when I saw it for the first time, I could still, you know, picture it and, and, and sit myself in that memory where I was sitting at the table and seeing the guy come out with the little cart, you know, <laughs> turning it on and, you know, saying hello to everyone, putting that show together. It, it was like magic, man. It, it's it's magic. It's entertaining. You know, you for a moment, you forget about everything around you and you're just looking at that at that, you know, art because it is art. It's, it, it's it is. beautiful art. Uh, and then, you know, you're like, wow, I, I can't believe this happened in front of me, you know, <laughs> and the creativity behind it too. It's, it's incredible, you know, but, um, let's dive in into, into, into your story. So you say you've been doing it for 10 months now, right? Yes. And, um, uh, well, let's take it back. Uh, where did you start or how, how long uh, you said 15 years. So where did you first start? Uh, Tokyo Hana, actually. Tokyo, Tokyo Hana, Hana was my first hibachi. Okay. That's where I cooked my first table in 2004. Wow. Yeah. And and um, what made you decide to to get into? Because in, I know you told me you were a busboy, right? I was a busboy, and I see the guy doing hibachi, and I'm getting in love with it. I get in love with it, and I tell everybody to train me, but nobody want to train me. I was 18, so it, I was a kid. They don't want to train and it, me. And it happens. Uh, you know, it's like that in many businesses, man. There's there's people that that hold on to their craft or they or they feel it's sacred and they're like no i work too hard to learn this i'm not just going to teach anybody you know you got to want it kind of thing you know yeah. it's like baking like bakers are like that a lot of bakers are like <laughs> hey man it took me years to learn this you know i'm not just going to hand it to you you know so i can i can understand and then there's also selfish people they're like no i'm not teaching anybody you know they might be afraid for you to take over their jobs yeah, exactly yeah. and and it happens you yeah. know so you were how old when you when you first came? 18 18 18 and and uh how long had you been in houston then uh well i was 17 wow i was 17 when i moved here from from mexico what part of mexico uh guerrero yeah it's about three hours away from acapulco my my hometown oh, okay mm -hmm. okay so you were 18 years old and who was the person that, that decided to teach you uh, you know, I buy everything on my own. I buy my own spatulas, my own knives, my own bottles, and I start practicing on my own. I take the spatulas to my home. 
So I was practicing on the table. I had to put a blanket on top of the table so I don't mess it up. Yeah. And uh, I was practicing every day until um, I take the spatulas to, to the restaurant. And they see me doing what I was doing. They were like, oh, well, you've been practicing. I was like, yeah. So that's that way they trained me. And they gave you an opportunity. Yeah, they they see I was for real. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. How was that practicing at home? Um, a little scary because I don't want my brother, because I was living with my brother. Uh-huh. I don't want my brother to get mad <laughs> if I messed up the table or. And he was, some... you said he cooks as well? He Yes, he still, he still cooks. Mm-hmm. Well, both of you guys are still doing hibachi. Yes, we do. But he was working in a different restaurant that time. But he had already been doing it before. Yes, he was doing oh. hibachi before. And he didn't me. want to teach you either. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. Yeah, he's that way <laughs> <laughs> i mean it happens man he's your older brother yes he's my older yeah, brother. yeah you know older brothers sometimes like that you know it, it's all good i have my i have two older brothers man they're you know they're good people but growing up they were like man get out of here you know <laughs> but it i mean that's part that's brotherly love you know so you you started practicing and then they gave you an opportunity they gave me an opportunity to to learn mm-hmm. so they trained me and then um for almost two years i did hibachi in tokyo hana and um my show was the same i never improved i was doing the same thing for a year and a half so i decided to move to another restaurant and then i meet a guy who trained me and teach me what i what i know now and what restaurant was this ichiban h is it ichiban ichiban yeah where are they at uh the one i was working at is uh 45 north right next to the greenspoint mall oh okay 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 wow that's far man it is yeah so I meet a guy. This guy did not want to train me, but he told me to learn everything I can learn from him. So he told me to watch him and learn anything I can learn from him. Mr. So Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, you, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's from Laos. Laos. He's from where? Laos, close to Vietnam. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he was 60 years old when I met him. Wow. Yeah, he was really good. Very funny guy. One of really? the best chefs I ever seen. Really? Yes. And and how how did you learn from him? Were you were you just watching him, or did he actually take some time to kind of give you insights and outs? No, no, no. I watch everything he does, the way he cut the meat, the way he cooked the tables, when he go outside, the way he talked to people. He was really funny, really really funny. And I always been shy, so that was my first uh, problem to be shy cooking hibachi because you had to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So when I see the guy doing the way he cooked, the way he was so funny to the people. And then um, I wanted to be like him. I told him I want to be like him. That's when he told me, you know what? I cannot train you, but you look him, look what I do. Try to learn everything you can do for me. And here I am. And and um, is he still cooking or no? No, he's not cooking anymore. Oh, okay. Have you reached out to him to let him know you went on your own? I haven't talked to him in a, in a few few years. But uh, I will, cause what I'm doing is is amazing. You should, man. You should. And I want to go show him what I what yeah. I'm doing right now. Yeah, and, and you should, you know, pay homage to him. Be like, hey, you know, be, if it wasn't for you to to take me under your wing without really actually teaching me, but but guiding me, you know, showing me, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, you know. Because that's that's incredible, man. What's his name? Sid. S I D. Sid. Sid. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, shouts out to you, Sid. Thank you for uh. For teaching this gentleman uh, what he knows now, man, you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure once he sees him, he's gonna be very proud of you, you know. Yeah. I did not take it personal because he don't train no one. Really? No, he don't like to train people. That's good, man. So what he told me to do is just watch him, and everything he does, and that's that's how I. You know, I've met a few people like that as well, you know, and and the cook and chefs also, and 
and pitmasters, barbecue pitmasters mm-hmm. that I have met in the past, they're the kind of guys that won't teach you anything. But if you want to learn, you have to watch, you know. And and some people learn like that, you yes. know. And and it's incredible, man. But that's awesome, dude. Um, so you started at eighteen. You started at Tokyohana, and then you went to Ichiban. And how long were you at Ichiban? Five years. Five years. I worked five years there. Wow. I have worked in most of the hibachi places in Houston in on these fifteen years. Wow. I worked for Shogun, which is one of the here in Paraná. Uh, I have worked in the one in Paraná. Oh, really? For a few days. Oh, okay. I come to help uh, for a few days. Wow. But yeah, I have worked on most of the shoguns. I've been I've been around many many restaurants, and everywhere I go, people like me because um, the show and maybe the way I am. That's so. awesome, man. So did you ever get past that shy stage? Um. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I get shy sometimes, but uh, not on the hibachi grill. Okay. On the hibachi grill, the I feel owner. free. Yes. yes. There you go, man. That's <laughs> awesome. Now, um, how competitive is the, the uh, hibachi industry? It is very much right now. But it's, it's growing. It's getting bigger and bigger. They're open many restaurants right now in Houston, in the Houston area mm-hmm. and outside Houston. But, uh, yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger. But amongst chefs, amongst all the chefs, all the hibachi chefs, how competitive are you guys with each other or are you guys very united? I am. I am very, I like to try to be the best I can. That's good. But um, one thing I don't like about most of the chefs is that they get to a place where they don't want to learn anymore or they don't want to, they don't practice at all. No, they, they they feel comfortable where they're at. Yes, that's the way they're, they want to be, but it's not the way I am. So I always try to be more and more. I always practice almost every day, like to practice and try to get better and better. That's good, man. Practice makes perfect, you know, and um, and I, I know, man, that, uh, you know, you and I, uh, with a little bit of we us talking before we actually started recording, uh, you know, it's interesting, man, to see how, how far you've come in these 15 years, you know, telling me how at first you, you, uh, you know, you were trying to practice and, and showing me the videos that you show <laughs> me, which I told you guys, this, these are top secret, okay? <laughs> you can't, I can't post them, but if you want to see him, you're going to have to talk to this guy, but you know it's incredible man i've never seen that i'm ne- i can tell you out of all the years i've been to hibachi places i have never seen anybody do that and i think it's incredible man. thank you thank you <laughs> you're taking it to another level you know <laughs> and and again man it uh, t- uh, to me it's a uh, it's an incredible market that's that's that you discovered you know i don't know if anybody else is doing it but to me you know you're the first guy to ever do it and for that you know man i, I like i said it's it's incredible, man, and and I, I f- this is why I needed to bring you in here. I need the people to know, man. <laughs> you know, everybody asked me f- where the idea come from, and um, three years ago I was cooking for a Super Bowl party, and um, so I cooked for seventy people. Wow. One of my regular customers asked me to go cook for him and his family, so it was seventy people. It was a big, big number, and most of the people from that party asked for my number. They they want me to go cook for them, and that's where the idea come from. Like well, I can do this. I can go every every. Everybody houses and cook for them. Yeah, and and it's incredible, man. Because you know, I was talking to to my uh, my family, and I was talking to uh, to my sister and my wife and friends of mine. I was telling them like, you know, if you really think about it, it's um, it's incredible to have it at your home because you're more comfortable. You know, you can you can invite those those uh, close friends of yours, make it more intimate. You know, when you're in a restaurant, it's so much noise, so many people talking, and then. You know, sometimes you're worried about the service, you know, and and just all these things that are that that are 
anything can go wrong kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm, that's right. But if when you're doing it at your home and, and you have somebody come over and, and actually give you this in, this great experience, you know, it it's like, I don't know, it just, I feel like it's com- a completely different thing, you know? It, it, it makes it more special for you to have something like that at home, you know? But at the same time, it, I feel with you going to people's houses, it also makes you have that special moment with the crowd, you know? For them to feel like we're the only ones here. This is our show, you know? <laughs> yes. And, and it's awesome, man. I think it's awesome. That's one of the things that people like it most. The, it's special. It's special just for them. Nobody else. Like most of the time, most of the time you go to the Hibachi place and if it's, uh, what, two or three people, they're going to see you with more, more customers. Yeah. And you don't feel that special anymore because you yeah. got more people around. But uh, once you cook for your for the family, for just the family, they feel so much special. They're they're comfortable to do anything More they intimate, want. Yeah. They want they want to take pictures, videos. They do whatever they want there. They when they when we doing the tricks or the fire, they take videos for it for the, everybody's faces. Their reaction. I love the reaction. Yeah. That's one of the, one of the most one of the things that I like the most. The reaction of the people, especially people that never see Hibachi before. My nephews, they love it, man. <laughs> so I, you know, I have I have three nephews and two nieces, right? Uh, one of my nephews, his name is uh, uh, Julian. We call him Julian. His name is Christopher Julian, but we call him Julian, Julian. And uh, Julian, when we were at, um, we went to Hibachi one time, you know. And you, you know the Hibachi chefs, they have the uh, the the zucchini when they're cutting it, uh-huh. and they toss the little <laughs> diced zucchini to the to the people, you know, and you, they catch it with their mouth, uh, which is a traditional kind of thing that you see mostly at every hibachi. Yes, we all do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> my nephew was sitting there, and it was his turn. And he's like, he has his mouth open. He's like, ah, ah. And then he throws it, and he goes, ah. <laughs> 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 Man, we couldn't stop laughing. I mean, it was, you know, and he was little at the time. He was probably like, I want to say... Five years old, six years old. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> From a distance, he caught it. He's like, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's a, it's an incredible experience, man. And, and, you know, I can tell you, I can, I can remember, you know, going back all the times that I would go with my family, you know, all the times we would go with my dad or, you know, my mom and my siblings or, or family from Mexico when they would come, uh-huh. we'll take them to go see it, you know? Uh, now over the years, yeah, Hibachi has expanded all over the world, but back then it was just, you know, it would only certain people had it, you know, and, and, uh, so when we would have family out of town come into, you know, from Mexico, we would have them here in Houston. We would try to go take them to go see it at Tokyo Hana and places like that, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, you know, going, going, uh, to these, you know, with you doing Hibachi and stuff, has there ever been, um, what has where have you learned the most besides working at at Hichiban with uh, with Sid? Have have you learned any other things at any other places, or he was the one that kind of guided you or showed you the most that you learned today? No, that was pretty much with with my with this guy because uh, every other restaurant I've been to, they don't they just do the normal stuff. They don't do anything extra. They don't go above and beyond. Yeah, and that's one thing I don't like about most of the chef. And I tell them straight, you know what? You want to do better. You want to be a better chef. You have to practice all the time for the for the tricks, and you have to try your food all the time to make sure your food tastes good. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure because uh, we go outside and we cook for the people, and we cannot try the food out there 
but we can always save some and bring it back to the kitchen and try to make sure we're doing a good job for for the customers. Yeah, where it's not too salty or not too much soy, you know, and things like that. Not too peppery, you know. One one thing that uh, my one of my friends always laugh about me is that I always bring a piece of steak or chicken, and when I try, oh, okay, I'm doing good. And he's like, doing good on what? I say the food. I always try my food. He say, oh, I never does that. I say, well, you should, because uh, you have to make sure customers are having a good good experience and good food. Yeah, that's very important. That's one of the things you you learn, you know, or the restaurants that I've worked at over the years and and in culinary school, you always taste what you make. You always taste it yes. before you put it out. You know, it's a very important thing. You know. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard one of the chefs when I was uh, beginning. They tell me if you don't like the food, the customer is not gonna like it. So you have to make sure you try. That's what I get it from the, one of the first guys I practiced with. He said you have to try your food all the time to make sure you're gonna like it. If you like it, people's gonna like it. If you don't like it, they're not gonna like it. Now, um, so. What what are you, some of the favorite things you like to cook on the hibachi grill uh, besides scallop? I know you said scallop. Scallop, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any specific cuts that you have to use, or, or is there any things you can't use when you when you're cooking hibachi? Well, you can do uh, pretty much everything you like, but um, filet mignon is filet mignon and shrimp. Besides scallops, I love to cook with filet and shrimp. And if you make me choose for me to eat, ribeye is one of my favorites too. I love ribeye. Okay. Now, is there any kind of like rules or um, uh, like, uh, yeah, like rules or, or things that that when you cook hibachi, you're like, oh, you're not supposed to cook it this way or you're not supposed to do this or something like that. Is there any kind of set of rules for you guys? There are, I like to say tricks for like, for example, scallops. You have to cook the scallops in the hot part of the grill. Because I see some of the chefs, most of the chefs cook them on the cold part of the grill, but it's not going to be cooking there because all the water come out and all mm-hmm. the flavor go away and it's going to be hard and tough for the customer. Yeah, you have to sear scallops. It, yeah, that's that's right. And most of them just cook them outside of the, of the hot part and that's not right. And I always tell them about that. I guess because they're afraid to burn them or they're afraid to, because scallops is a very, very delicate thing to cook, man. You can ruin them so easily, you know? So I feel like maybe that's one of the reasons they they feel more safe putting it towards the outer part of the of the uh, of the grill. That's that's my other only answer. I okay. think that's why they do it. Oh, like, por ejemplo, la historia de de hibachi nunca nunca has tratado de de averiguar cómo empezó o cómo se creó o nada de eso. No, solo Benihana, because uh, uh, Benihana was the first hibachi in America, so they create hibachi. Hibachi is not really Japanese. It's uh, really? Japanese American, so they create hibachi in America, and uh, later on they bring it to Japan. That was something funny there, because uh, all the chefs from Benihana on the beginning, they asked them how they learn hibachi, and they say, "Oh, we learn in Japan, and then once we learn, we come back to America." But uh, it was a lie, cause it wasn't. It wasn't uh, hibachi so in Japan. That, it was actually created in America. Yes. Wow. Yeah, Benihana was the first hibachi in America. I didn't. I did not know that. Yes. Man. That's incredible. <laughs> That's interesting. Right? Yes. <laughs> and and now, you know, um you know, you you hear a, a lot of times people saying like, "Oh man, you know, it's it's uh it's crazy to see how how it's expanded." You know, you you see all these hibachi places everywhere, you know. But not everybody's as good, man. It's right. That's one of my biggest fears that 
most uh, they open so many hibachi restaurants and not all of them are good most of them are not good and uh it's not about their food it's about the chefs because chefs don't they don't want to improve they just stay the same the same place they are and so. i feel like that's what that's what affects the market i'm guessing because we've seen places open and then close or change the owners over the years you know but it's i feel i i feel like it's because of that you know i don't feel like it's the business because the business is there people want to see that stuff you know yes sir. but it also depends on the cooks you know and and the quality that you get you know and i feel like maybe that's what sets you apart from all these other chefs you know the quality of meat you use the 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 skill that you have you know the the performance that you put in front of people i feel like those things are the ones that are going to set you apart of everybody else you know one of the uh things that C told me when when i met him he told me hibachi is about 60% food 40% show that's the way it is he said the show had to be really good but the food had to be always better than the show because if you like the food you're coming back for more but if you like the show but you don't like the food you think twice before coming back yeah you that's very true that's very true now um wh- how when did you make that decision of going to about your own to do hibachi i take the decision the decision because of my my boys i had three boys and uh, i don't see them ever because uh well i before i did not see them ever because uh, i wake them up take them to school go to work then come back they were sleeping so i don't i did not see them once a week only so uh, that's what i take the decision i need to make more room more time for my boys so i can see them more often and that's that's how the, i i decide to do it because uh, I want to see my boys. How old are they? They're nine, seven, and four. And what are the names? Jonathan is the older one. And then uh, Julian, the second one. <laughs> yeah, just like your nephew. <laughs> and uh, Joban is the, the little one. Wow. Man. Yeah, they're all in school. Oh. The little one is in pre-K. Really? Yes. Well, hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing your dad over here with us for a second. Uh, no, man, it, it's, it's incredible to see this, man. Uh, I, I do feel like when it comes to business uh, and especially following your dream, we won't make those decisions on our own. You know, I don't feel like I would make the, I would have made the decision of, of having uh, my business um, if it wasn't for my wife. Yeah. You know, seeing that I want to grow with her, you know, I want us to grow together. I want us to, to have all these things in life. I think those are the things that motivated me to be like, you know what? I'm going to do it, you know, and I feel like the same way for you. You know, you 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 saw your family as the the main important thing, which is that's how you're supposed to see it. And you you know, if it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have made this decision. You know, yes, that's that's awesome, man. Um, So you started to, to do your own and, uh, you know, well, you say you, you practice with the Super Bowl, right? With the Super Bowl party. And then, the you know, people would hire you here and there. Um, and then you went on your own business do you do this full-time i am helping uh restaurant for two days only tuesday and wednesday but i'm doing my business pretty much full-time wow man yeah same thing with us we we do the uh our stuff the similar way we we do we work in the mornings but also we have you know our business we try to go full-time on it as well um so what what has been some of the challenges for you as as a as a business owner or as you creating this market that has not been created what have been some of the difficult challenges that you've faced 
uh, creating your business? Um, there, there are not many really, cause uh, like I say, I love what I do, and and I love talking to people. I love to show what I what I do, and um, one thing I don't, I feel very bad for some customers that calling me on to book a day. There is already booking, so that's one of the things I really, I don't like for to say no. I don't like to I, say no. I understand, man, because it's you know you treat your business with especially you know us that we're in this industry of cooking you know the customers come first you know what i'm saying and uh and we make sure that we never want to lose them you know we we want to we want to show everybody what we do you know yes like uh, and it happens man but sometimes you know it's impossible to be able to do so many things <laughs> at once you know but maybe after you teach your three boys then y'all split up and <laughs> yeah very soon very soon <laughs> <laughs> you'll see the the youngest one throwing <laughs> shrimp in the air <laughs> but but yeah man but you know don't uh don't ever feel bad for that you know you should actually feel proud that that m people want to reach out to you people want you to come to their home you know um you know it, there'll be decisions you'll have to make some days where it's like man i can't do it today you know or there'll be days where it's like who wouldn't love to do it but today is it's the day i can't you know uh -huh. But don't ever feel bad about that, man. Those are the things that, that, that you should be proud of to be like, man, I'm glad two people called me today, <laughs> you know, and I'm glad three people called me today. You know, I'm, I'm glad they're, they're trying to book me for the same day, you know, because it, it's, uh, it's, it, you have to remember, man, like what you're doing it for, you know, and you have to tell yourself like, you know, that, that just pushes that motivation to be like, okay, well, you know, let me add another day to my schedule <laughs> to do it, you know? Yeah. So it's it's good, man. I'm I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Um. So. When when you decided to go full time and and you know do this on your own, how. How can I say? How hard was it for you to. To separate yourself from, your job, and then your business. It was. It was weird in the beginning because uh, I was used to go to the restaurant five or six days a week. And then the first week I was at home for like five days. So my boys asked me, why are you, are you not working anymore? <laughs> or why are you here? Yeah. And I uh, tell them what I'm doing. So now they're happy to see me all the time. And on first week I was very, I don't know, I feel so weird to be at home so many hours, so many days. But and then I started liking it. <laughs> I like to be at home and spend time with my boys. And, uh, you know, I can do all the prep from home and then just go cook in the, on the people's house. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. So, yeah, I see my boys most of, most, most of the day. That's awesome, man. And and um, was it is it just you that's out there doing it or do you, does your wife uh, or do you have anybody else that helps you while you're out there? Uh, it's only me. My wife helps me sometimes when there's uh, big parties, okay. when there's more than 20. So, yeah, she goes with me and um, I'm about to hire someone. Yeah, but I'm look I'm looking for the right person. They have to be responsible yes. and skillful. Yes. Well, if you're out there and you know how to do hibachi, show it, send your resumes to him. That <laughs> way he can uh, <laughs> he can uh, hire you or or take you under his wing and teach you. You know. Um, but that that's it's man, I just I think it's so interesting. You know, to know that you did you think there was a market for it. Um, I think about it first. I thought it was not gonna be that good on the on at first, but uh, 
when you hit someone or you cook for a party, some people's gonna ask for for your number for mm -hmm. sure. And because I, I know I know I do a good job. I know what I do, and I do it with love. I love what I do. And so yeah, every time I cook for a party, somebody asks for the number. And one day, two days, or one week after, they call me. So that's how we uh, growing growing so that's fast. So awesome, man. Thank you. That's so awesome. Now, um, what what are your plans with uh, with your business? Are you, do you ever plan of opening your own uh, hibachi restaurant, or do you just want to do it as like a mobile hibachi thing as much as you can? I want to open my own restaurant in the future, but um, not right now because my boys are are little. Main priority right now. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I had a one of my customers from a long, long time ago. He um, he offered me to to open a restaurant with me, so we can be partners, and uh, that was a really good opportunity. And so many people told me why I did not take it, take the opportunity, and I was like, I cannot take it right now because my boys are little. I want they grow up so fast. Yeah. And if I open a restaurant or a food truck, I have to be there uh, literally every day. Exactly. So I'm not gonna see my boys that often, and. I, I love my family. <laughs> that, and that's great, man. That that's what keeps you pushing. That's what keeps you motivated, you know? And I'm glad you I'm glad you put your family first, man. Thank you. you. Know, that's 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 very awesome. Those are the things that we you know a lot of times we don't cherish them, man, because we're so busy trying to grow our business or, or take care of our bills and excuse me. Mm -hmm. Take care of our bills, take care of, you know, all the things that we like all these other things that we have in our head. But you know, we don't realize, man, that there, you know, sometimes we forget, man. Like, you know, there's times what's crazy is uh, I work with uh, in the mornings and the mornings I tend to work with my family. You know, I see them in the mornings only. But any time after that, I. Um, as soon as I get off of work, you don't find me. I'm busy. <laughs> I have things to do and I'm at places here and there. So it's very hard for me to to meet up with them, you know, and my wife tells me. We need to make time. We need to, you know, spend more time with family and stuff. And I get it, man. And I understand. But me, I'm I'm so, you know, I don't have any kids, you know. So I'm so focused into growing the business for my wife and I, you know. But I, I understand your point of view of your kids. They're, I mean, they're they're important, man. Like you said, they grow so fast, man. So I'm glad you, you, you think about them and you keep them in mind when you're doing these things, you know. Thank you. It's, uh. I I uh, I admire you for that, man. You know, you keep your family you. in mind. Um, so, your brother and you both do it. My brothers start doing it, and, and I, you, I'm you pushing him to do it. Really? Yes, I'm pushing him to do it. But he's just starting right now. What he do is just kind of like buffet. So he cook the food and put it into the trays, and people can serve themselves. That's what he's doing. So yeah, I'm pushing him so he can do it too. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine both brothers doing it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That will be in the future. Maybe that maybe that's the guy you're gonna hire. <laughs> yeah, tables right. have turned. He didn't want to teach you. Now you're gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> you work for me. This is how we're gonna do things. Right. What's your brother's name? Uh, Julio. Julio. Yeah. Okay. That's my father's name. Really? Yeah. That's that's my father's name. That's what I call my my boy uh, Julian too. Oh, okay. Because my father's name is uh, Julian, so everybody call him Julio, and I did not know if his name was Julian. Until I was like, I don't know, 14, 15. Everybody called him Julio. <laughs> and then uh, one day I heard someone say Julian. And then I turned around and it was my father. And uh, so uh, I figured out, that's that's when I find out his name was Julian. But everybody called him Julio. 
That's what I call my my boy Julian. Oh, Julian. Okay. Now my my next thing for you is, you know, how how do you what when you come to um when somebody hires you for catering and stuff like that, uh, how do you prepare yourself for for a show? You know what I'm saying. I know you set up your tables and everything, but mentally, because, you know, you work with these tools, you work with knives, you work, you know, uh, and you're doing this, these tricks and stuff. How do you how do you prepare yourself to know that, hey, I'm coming into a dangerous thing, <laughs> you know, because it's dangerous. It man. is. It's, it is. With the stuff you showed me, I, it's dangerous. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. But, but mentally, how do you prepare yourself? I mean, I know you've practiced so much, but, you know, it's like they say fighters, you know. Yeah, they train so much, but when it comes to them walking out to fight their opponent, their mind changes. You know, they uh, they 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 have a different uh, mindset. Everything changes. How was it for you when you prepare to to start cooking in front of the crowd? How do you prepare yourself mentally to know, hey, all right, I got to get in my zone. What do, what do you do to some of the things that you do to prepare yourself mentally for it? Well, first I should say practice. I practice every single trick I do to make sure I'm not I'm gonna do it right. And the second, uh, music. I like to put some music before before go out to cook, and um, you make you relax me. It makes me feel comfortable on what I'm going to do, and and uh, I do it right. I haven't get any any complaints so far. Knock Everything is. <laughs> So, what are some of the music you listen to while you're preparing yourself for this? I like classic music, piano music, opera. Really? Yeah. Uh, everybody look at me weird because uh, they're like, you're Mexican. Yeah, I am, but I'm a different Mexican. <laughs> but, I mean, it's interesting, man. It, it, You know, like, I like to listen to a lot of jazz. You know, I like to listen to a lot of uh, jazz or... or um, uh, there's an artist I like to listen to a lot, Jay Dilla, uh, you know, or, or there's other artists that I listen to, MF Doom, you know, they're the sounds that they make to me, they relax me, they, my mind clears out, you know. So a lot of times I, I like to listen to them or focus on them uh, when I'm uh, I'm doing something, you know. Mm -hmm. It helps me prepare myself. So you know, jazz. I mean, not jazz, but opera and things like that. It's relaxing, man. It's soothing. So I can only imagine <laughs> if you're about to play with knives, you know, <laughs> I, I would listen to opera too. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, man, it, it it's incredible to 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 see this, man. Like I said, I I can't stretch it enough how how amazed I am to see what you're doing. And then again, especially like the, just the samples of videos that you've showed me. You know, it it shows how how serious you take this, you know, and how passionate you are for it. You know, what, do you plan on on uh, on making it like a several mobile service kind of thing? I am. I am. Yes. But um, I need to make sure that people's going to work for me. The That they take it just as serious as you yes. and passionate about. It. Yes. I want them to to do it's, a good job for the, for yeah, the clients because uh, every time I go to cook for someone, I do my best, the best I can, so they can call me next time. Because if I don't do good or they don't like it, they're not going to call me for sure. Yeah, that's what I, I need to find the right person so we can make it bigger. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm telling you, man. You know, uh, I'm the same way. Like, I, I have family always telling me, oh, you know, you need help. You know, cause sometimes we're very busy, my wife and I. And I tell them, like, no, I, I, it's one of my fears is that people won't treat it the way I want to treat it. You know, like how I treat it. 
I feel like somebody won't treat it the same way, you know? Yes. And I'm sure you would understand, you know, when there's there's recipes that I cook that I'm passionate about, it, you know? And I've worked in restaurants where I see people being like, mm, and they just throw in <laughs> seasoning on it yes. or salt, pepper. But nobody has that. You know, I, I want people, if they're going to do the same thing I do, I want them to be just as passionate as I am as well. So the dish tastes the same every time. It's yeah. the consistency, you know? So it's very important to me. You know, so I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that you do to give people such a great experience when you do your hibachi at their homes? Well, I first of all, hibachi at home just is just um, nice. It's an experience itself. Nice experience, I know, yes. I know. So yeah, what I like to to do for the people is to have the best setup I can do. When I do the chairs, the tables, I do the tablecloth, the the. the the chairs covers everything that looks nice. I always bring my sauces with me too. The ginger sauce, the the mustard sauce. So you want to give them the full experience from the chair details to the to the linens on the table to the napkins, those things. Uh, I do notice that you give you know you your setup is beautiful. You know? Thank you, thank you. Uh, I like how you how you take the time to to give that 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 elegancy and and um, and luxury to the people at at their home you know at the accommodation of having it at home so i think that's awesome uh what made you come up with those things is it because you wanted to bring the restaurant to them or you just wanted to set yourself apart from everybody else i wanted to be different from everybody else uh like i'm the first hibachi in in houston doing what i'm doing i know and it's 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 amazing what i do i really love for everybody to see what i do and to show them the love i put on my my food so uh I wanted to see the difference between any restaurant and what I do. I wanted to to show them the big experience they can have when uh, when I'm, they have me cooking for them. Every every little detail that I do is for them to have the best day they can, the best hibachi yeah, they best ever hibachi have experience. Mm-hmm. I, I do notice that from the food itself, like I I have seen pictures of the food you, you're cooking and stuff. I noticed that some of the, the details of, of the food itself or the grades and the quality of the meat that you're using, it, it's great things, you know. Uh, I know technically when you go to a hibachi restaurant, most of them use, you know, like easier cuts, not, nothing too fancy, but I see that you use prime rib, you use, you know, the New York strip and, and, and uh, fillet, you know, and and I, th- I think that's awesome, man. I, I, I do feel you're, you're setting yourself and you're setting the bar really high for everybody else. <laughs> and, and that's good. That's really good. I, I, I feel like when you set the bar so high, uh, besides the fact that you're going to stand out from everybody else, you're going to make everybody else work as hard to try to do what you do. Yes, that's right. And, and that's great because if they do a very bad quality, they're not going to be ar- around for long, you know? That's one thing I I like to do good quality for my for my clients and uh, everything I I prep everything the same day I don't do anything like two three days before like all the vegetables fresh cut the same day and um, like the restaurant sometimes they wait to yeah like, they prep days before yeah days before so I wanted to be real fresh for everybody to have the best they can they can have to do the best for them that's awesome my next follow up question with this is. If, if there's anybody interested in, in learning uh, the style of hibachi, um, what are some of the things or advice that you would give them? How to start or how to approach it? Well, first of all, is don't give up. 
because uh, most of the time you find people or they don't want to teach you, they don't want to train you, they feel jealous maybe, or I don't know what it is, but they don't want to teach you at first. So don't give up, keep practicing, keep learning whatever you can learn from everybody you see doing hibachi. And if you want to become your own hibachi owner one day, you go 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 ahead and do it. Don't give up. I, and I feel that those are some of the things you went through. You went through those experiences where it was hard for you to learn because nobody wanted to teach, you know, and all these things for you from what you've shared with me, you know. And it's like that in the industry, man. It's like that in, in the restaurant industry. Uh, and it's one of the things that, that um, that's hard to see, you know. Any restaurant you go, you always run into that, that there's people that have this, this ignorance and this jealousy to teach others, you know. But if we want to get better, we also got to learn how to teach others. You yes. can't be great if you don't know how to teach someone you know you you have to be the teacher and the student in order to be great it, it's right i have trained some people now because uh what i've been through is if they don't want to train me at first and then i become one of the best hibachi chefs in houston uh i have room to train more people so they can become the best they can do too so they can be a good hibachi yeah. chefs in the future and i know you said you've trained a couple already i have trained three uh five of them three of them are still doing hibachi and they're wow. doing really good and that's really good, man. That, Thank that, you. That also shows how great of a teacher you are if they're doing that, you know, and if they're running kitchens especially. You they know? are, yes. And Okay. Now, if you could talk to um, Carlos 15 years ago when he's a busser, you know, uh, uh, um, at a restaurant, what, what advice would you give him or, you know, after you've gone through all this experience for 15 years, what are some of the things you would tell them to do differently? Not to listen to everybody because uh, they give you ideas from one way and then another way, and then you don't know what to do. So uh, before doing my own business, many people give me different ideas. So I was trying to take all all the advice, all of them, and uh, some of them are now good advices. So yeah. yeah, you have to apply what applies to you, you know. And what other things would you would you tell Carlos as in like, hey, uh, you know, um, stick with this or don't do this or follow this way, you know, or uh, many years from now, you're going to you're going to meet Sid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, learn more, more kitchen, because uh, in the beginning I was learning only what they was what whatever they teach me. So I was 18, 18 and then 19. So. I did not want to go over the head. I was just doing whatever they told me to do. So if I was back there, I would tell myself to learn more, like look for the different ways to learn kitchen, different ways. Okay. Now, um, now, what are some of the things you guys do in the back? Because I know when you go to a hibachi restaurant, you don't ever <laughs> see them there. They're in the back. So yeah. During that time, I, I, I'm, I always wonder, I wonder what they're doing back there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, most of the time, side jobs, cutting vegetables, cutting meat, cutting chicken. Well, preparing yourself. Yes, and when we have free time, I don't know. Listen, I was listening to music most of the time. Do you practice back there as well? Yes, but um, practice was pretty much in the before we open it and after we close. That's the that's the way really? I was doing my practicing. So, with uh, when we close, I always stay one hour late practicing my my performance, my tricks. That's awesome, man. Uh, you don't have to give any of the secret ones you showed <laughs> me, but. What's one of your favorite traditional tricks that you've learned since the beginning? Volcano. 
The volcano. The volcano's That's the everybody's best. favorite. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. And then when you do it into a train, also. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. It's For me, it's the best part of the show. Even though there are so many tricks, like very nice tricks, like the one I show you. Yeah. On it. But uh, the volcano. Oh, that, I, that one was awesome. <laughs> the volcano never gets old. I love the volcano. Okay. Dude, I swear, if you guys, you guys need to call this guy and hire him, okay? Bring him over. The the He has many tricks up his. I would say a sleeve, but I would say many tricks <laughs> up, up on his sabachi hat. <laughs> but this guy is very talented. I, I swear, man. I've never seen that a trick like that before. Thank you. It's incredible, man. <laughs> you are, like I said, you're you're bringing something different to the table, man. And and I applaud you for that because you created a market that has never been done here. Thank you. Thank and, you. and you're pushing it. And the thing is that you're pushing it at a high level you know <laughs> it, it's you know when people start businesses you can tell when they're starting you know mm-hmm. you can tell oh he just started his business he, he you know he he's learning he's on a you know he's he's learning he has ways to go you know or or oh, it's okay it was your first time or whatever <laughs> but what you're doing it's like wow you know what i'm saying i feel home when i'm in on the grill yeah this is what i love to do like if i could compare it to a car Let's say, you know, everybody has these exotic cars, right? Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and everything. And then all of a sudden, the Tesla shows up. <laughs> and it's, like, completely different, you know? <laughs> and I feel like that's what it is, man. Like, you, you know, you, you've, you're, you're bringing this, this, this concept to people's homes that, again, that has never been done. But I just I, – I can't think – like, I'm so amazed, <laughs> man, how, how incredible you work, man. Like – it's 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 amazing to see the your you know your your tricks and stuff like that like you can tell how passionate you are and, and how focused you are and, and how serious you take this you know to to be as good as you are you know shit you're even better than that you know <laughs> but uh i also applaud you man for for uh for making the time for your family thank you that's very important thank you, know? you. a lot of times in, in in this industry and and in work man we we lose sidetrack of that you know, I, I'm a I'm a victim of that myself, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and by victim is when I was younger, uh, my parents worked so hard, you know, like our parents always do. Yeah, they work hard. And uh, and my dad, every time, man, he was he was always so, you know, he he, he made time for us. But, you know, work, man, work, I feel was always there, you know, and I catch myself doing that, too, right now. I catch myself always trying to work, always trying to better myself, always trying to grow my business, which is great. Mm-hmm. But we also, I have friends and family tell me, hey, slow down. <laughs> you need to make time for yourself. Yes. And I feel like like you have that down. Thank you. Me, I'm still learning, you know? <laughs> but I'm trying to get better. You know, one of the best feelings I have when I start my business is my, my second boy asking me why I'm at home most of the time. Are you not working anymore? And I tell them what I do, and and they were happy. So every time I'm cooking for a party, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna see you more now." Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. And I'm I'm happy for them, man. I'm glad they get they got their dad around. <laughs> do you ever practice in front of them so you can see? I do, but I don't want them to do it. At least not yet. No, no, I'm saying, <laughs> uh, yeah, of course you don't want them throwing <laughs> knives around the house. <laughs> but I'm saying, do do they ever see you doing the stuff practicing at home? Uh, yes, they see me uh, most of the time. Most of the time, because I practice at home all the time, and uh, they've been to the restaurant so many times when I was working for the restaurant, 
They've been there so many times. They they love the food. They love the rice. Fried rice is is the best. It is. I the love best. the rice. Yes. I love rice, period, <laughs> man. Especially fried rice. Yes. Have they, have they ever uh, told you they want to do it that when they grow up? My second one, yes. Really? That's the one more passionate for for the kitchen. Really? Yeah. He said he want to do what I do. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, now, um, when uh, do you uh, do you do the volcano trick in front of, or have they ever followed you? Have they ever gone with you to an event or anything? No, no, I don't haven't taken them yet. I don't think it's right. I'll, I mean, of course, it's professional, you know, but, but I mean, I want, I wonder how it is when they actually see you doing the tricks. Well, I have taken them to two because they were uh, family parties, oh, okay, and I was cooking for them. So yeah, they they had see everything I do, and they even want to help with the chairs. Hey, let me help you, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I I love them to to help me so they can do they can learn to work. They yeah. can be a better person in the future. Yeah, when I was when I was younger, uh, you know, my dad would take me to Shipley's mm-hmm. and. Uh, and he at first you know he would teach me the change you know how mm-hmm. they have the rolls of quarters the rolls of dimes nickels and pennies mm-hmm. he would give me a ten dollar bill and he would be like i need a roll of dimes i need some nickels and i need some pennies how many nickels and how many pennies do i need so the roll of dime is five dollars <laughs> so i grab a roll of dimes and i'm looking i'm like okay so i still have five dollars so then i would grab two rolls of nickels and, a, and two rolls of pennies because the pennies are 50 cents each, you know? So it helped me, but he was doing it to teach me math. Him and my mom, both, they, w- they were always there at the shop because they worked together, but they would do it to teach me math. And then they would also do it to uh, to kind of just help me learn, you know, as the, the process of working. You know, when we would leave work, yeah, I was like four or five years old, six years old. He'd be like, all right, you work hard today. Here's three bucks. Here's four bucks. Here's five dollars, you know? Yes. And then I'll be like, he'll be like, you want me to give them to you now or do you want me to save them for when you go to Chuck E. Cheese? And I'm like, oh, Chuck E. Cheese, save them for Chuck E. Cheese. You know? But it, it started with that. And then as the years went by, he started teaching me how to bag up the donut holes, little the little balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, you need to put 12 in a bag. And I would make sure one, two, three, <laughs> four. And then as time went by, I was like, man, I have to count each one 12 times. So it would be like three, six, nine, or two, four, six, eight. And it helped me develop, you know, my my multiplication faster and stuff. So it actually gave me a, a better advantage of learning things, you know, and, and I'm grateful for it. I'm, I I thank my mom and dad for always teaching us how to work, you know, because it's 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 helped. Yeah. You know, we've had our moments where I'm like, oh, I'm tired or whatever, but it's always helped me appreciate work, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'd rather have work than not work at all. Well, I'm from a small farm in Mexico, so I've been working since I remember. So wow. yeah, that helped me a lot to yeah. be a better, better, better worker. person. Yeah, <laughs> better more person responsible too. too. <laughs> trust me, when we grow up, sometimes we, we get money, we start buying little crazy things. <laughs> but but you know, it it helps us prepare ourselves. You know, and I feel like uh, those are the advantages of 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 having a family ran business or stuff like that. Because you know, people that that don't have that, you know, they it's harder for them to teach their kids responsibilities and work and stuff like that. So it's right now on to, to the, the, um, the next thing, uh, as far as family, man, anybody you want to give a, a shout out or, or a hello or hi, Oh, my wife and my three boys, (laughs) they're going to be listening. You're going to show it to them. Yes. Yes, I will. Let send them some send them a little shout out or or uh something for them so that way when they hear it they're like oh man like, <laughs> he said my name hey papis i love you gordos jonathan 
Joban en Julián, I love you, pa. Los tres, mucho. There you go, eh. Échenle adelante, eh. Ayúdenle a su papá siempre. <laughs> But yeah, man, it, it was a pleasure. And I know off the, off the air, you and I talked a lot and, and we shared opinions and thoughts and and uh we got to know a little bit better you know and i shared you shared with you a couple uh things that i'm working on and a little bit about me and and you know i, I thank you for taking the time again to come and do this man my uh, pleasure thank you yeah. for having me here no problem man anytime you want to come and, and 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 show people how your business is doing and talk about how well it's progressed and stuff the mic is always open for you man thank you thank you um i want to make sure you you uh you let everyone know where they can find you uh everything that you're doing uh where they can reach you cell phone instagram facebook social media whatever it is now is the time to let everyone know where they can reach you at oh well facebook and instagram is jc hibachi and instagram is at jc hibachi is yes. it all one word or is there anything uh, it's one word okay and on facebook it's jc hibachi jc hibachi okay. all together and anywhere uh contact info phone my uh phone number 832-896-6674 call him let him know he, he that way you can get pricing if you want uh him to give you that experience uh in your home or for a family birthday or or uh any kind of a special event you want to have at home make sure you reach out to him man he i i'm telling <laughs> you i cannot stop thinking about how incredible your your video was man of seeing Thank you actually you. work man Thank you. Any event, it can it can be just a dinner in yeah. dinner time. So yeah, I'll be there. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Now, before we go, I want to ask you a final question. If you can build your ideal taco, what would it be? Oh, that's that's hard. That's hard because I love all of them. But uh, okay, if you don't want to do taco, then if you could build your ideal torta, because I know you said you like tortas, <laughs> what would it be? I will say a taco with scallops. Really? Have you tried those? I haven't. You you have to make one and let me try it. Yeah, I'll I'll work on it for sure. I'll, I'll uh, we'll we'll get together. We'll we'll practice together. You teach me, Hibachi. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a I'll do a scallop tacos. For sure, I for would sure. love that. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. Um, any other message you want to send to any family or anybody that you want to show this to later? Um. Uh, Well, thank you for everybody that's been of support for me. I know many, many of you guys are giving me good advices and pushing me to to do the best I can for for my clients and and you guys being there for me all this time. Thank you guys very much. Hey man, I applaud you again. Thank you, and, thank you. And again, man, I can't stress enough how talented you are and and how you know I'm glad I was able to to fall on on your business through facebook because man you're i'm i can only see great things happening to you thank you and i can only wish you the best man thank you very much and again this was such an exciting thing for me to do to reach out to you and and i was telling my wife man i can't wait for this guy to come man i want to get this guy in here this guy is so talented and every i i you know i know you heard the episode with fernando my, my mentor i did yes i showed him your business Oh. I saw him on Friday. I showed him your business. I showed him your photos and some of the videos. And he looked at me and he's like, this guy's good. <laughs> and, he, and he doesn't know Hibachi. But he said the same thing that I said. Like, we want you to succeed, man. You're bringing something different into this market. And and the, the thing that makes me proud, man, 
is that, you know, our heritage, you know what I'm saying? You know, our, our, a lot of our families come from Mexico and just like you, and they come in here with an idea and a dream, you know, and a goal. And sometimes, you know, they're able to buy their first house. Sometimes they're able to buy their first car, these things, but for someone to open their own business and learn it first and then go on their own as their own business, it's very hard. It's way harder than buying a car. It is. It is. It's way harder, way harder than buying a house because now it's another commitment. It's another marriage, you know, and it's something that you can't easily ignore. And, and for that, man, uh, I applaud you for it. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Because you, I feel like you're well balanced and you're well structured and, and you keep your family in mind. You keep your business separate from your family. You know how to divide it. And, with that mindset, man, you're going to go very far. Thank you. Thank you. It's my, it's my dream because uh, I work 15 years for somebody else's dreams and it's about to, it's about time to get my, my own. That's for damn sure, man. That's, that's, that's right. Thank and you. like I said, I'm very proud to know that you came into this country, you worked your ass off for 15 years and, and it's time for you to say, you know what? Tables have turned. Now it's my turn. <laughs> you know? So again, man, I applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for being here, man. <laughs> my pleasure uh, i'll be glad to have you here again soon and we'll, we'll bring the boys in next time uh, yeah i will for sure yes okay all right thank you thank you